It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council. Talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check us out wherever you listen to this podcast. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a single edition of the show. And be sure to follow me. Julian Council on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Fridays I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions, of course, on Fridays where it's not a holiday or there's breaking news like Frank Reich becoming the next Carolina Panthers head coach, but we'll be back to it this Friday, barring any breaking news, either at me or DM me on Twitter, at Julian Council, to participate in the weekly Friday mailbag on Locked on Panthers. Today's episode of Locked on Panthers is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to six players and they score more or less than their Price Picks projection. You can up to 25 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com, promo code locked on. Step one of the Carolina Panthers offseason was to hire a head coach. They have done that in Frank Reich. Step two is now to go out there and hire a coaching staff. Then we'll get the free agency. We'll get to the draft. And, well, we know the two things they really need to do was get a good head coach, which I think they've done in Frank Reich, obviously, TBD, whether it works out or not here in Carolina, but he fits what David Tepper was looking for, and I don't think it's a bad hire at all, although upsetting, ah, not necessarily upsetting, but disappointing to see Steve Wilkes not get the opportunity here in Carolina. And then step two, really the most important this offseason, is finding that franchise quarterback. So now you have your head coach. Later on, you got to get your quarterback. But before you can do that, you got to figure out who's going to be coaching that quarterback who's going to be coaching your linebacker, who's going to be coaching your secondary, who's going to be coaching your offensive line, who's going to be coaching your team in all these positions, and who's going to fill out the staff here in Carolina. And there's already been rumors about who potentially could be coming here as a defensive coordinator. There's also rumors about the OC. And we got to talk about what coaches currently on staff should be retained by Frank Reich. So we'll get into all that right here on the show today. Let's go ahead and start off, though, with the defensive coordinator spot, as many of you went out there on Thursday when the news came out that Frank Reich was the new Carolina Panthers head coach, that Steve Wilkes should stay on to be the defensive coordinator for a multitude of reasons. That does not work. One, Steve Wilkes came here um, to be the head coach, and he was hoping to be the head coach. And to take um, a job working for Frank Reich didn't make a lot of sense, especially when the entire locker room was vouching for Wilkes to be the head coach. So I think it'd be difficult for Frank Reich to come in here 
and be the leader of this organization when the team wants to follow Steve Wilkes. Also, um, for Frank Reich, why would he want someone who was interviewing for this job to be his subordinate? So on several levels, it never really made a lot of sense. Now, we did see that Steve Wilkes is not going to the Atlanta Falcons as they've already hired another defensive coordinator. So we'll see what happens with him and Al Holcomb, who appear to be a package deal um, wherever they land as Steve Wilkes likely the defensive coordinator and then Holcomb probably working with linebackers. We'll see how that works out over the next couple of weeks as the coaching cycle continues on with the Panthers being the first team to fire a coach and the first team to now hire a coach, that being Frank Reich. But as far as who are the candidates potentially to be defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio's name that has been rumored for a couple weeks here in Carolina. Now he interviewed for the defensive coordinator job as the Panthers were also doing defensive coordinator interviews alongside their head coaching interviews. And the thought was that if they were going to bring on a young head coach like a Shane Steichen from Philadelphia or a Ben Johnson, who was the early favorite from Detroit before deciding to head back to the Lions as the OC under Dan Campbell, that they would want to give them an experienced coach like a Vic Fangio, who's been here in Carolina before as defensive coordinator. He's had success with the Chicago Bears as defensive coordinator. He had success at least on the defensive side of the ball when he was the Denver Broncos head coach. So he has head coaching experience. It was similar to the arrangement that Sean McVay had with Wade Phillips there with the Rams when he first took that job. That was kind of the thinking. But instead, as we've seen, Frank Reich is now the head coach here, and he's going to try and hire his own defensive coordinator. And that very very well may be Vic Fangio, who... Was the D.C. here when Frank Reich was the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers during that inaugural season oh so many years ago? And Josina Anderson on Friday reported that she was told that Frank Reich would like to have Vic Fangio join his staff to coordinate the defense, momentum gathering for that higher per league sources. It could take the Panthers making Fangio the highest paid defensive coordinator in the NFL for that to happen, which got Panther fans really jacked up because Vic Fangio is a hell of a coach. But then Joe Person who's a little bit closer to the situation here as the beat reporter for The Athletic reported on um, Friday also that the Panthers have had follow-up discussions with Vic Fangio since he interviewed for the defensive coordinator position, but a deal is considered unlikely at this point per sources. Now look at Vic Fangio and look at his market right now as there's plenty of teams out there trying to find a defensive coordinator. Miami, the Dolphins, who have an excellent offense. We'll see what the future is with Tua Tungabailoa and at that quarterback position, but they said that Tua is their guy. Hopefully, with the concussions, he'll be fine. He can continue to play football, or he makes whatever decisions best for him and his family moving forward. But they got a solid team there in Miami, and the defense underperformed. They have guys on that defense that can be good players, and Vic Fangio has a market there in Miami working for Mike McDaniel. You also look at San Francisco. Looks like D'Amico Ryans is going to get the head coaching job down there in Houston. You would think that Kyle Shanahan would likely call Vic Fangio and be like, hey, Vic, come on out here. And it probably would be great for Shanahan, too, knowing that he's seen Robert Sala leave and go be the head coach in New York with the Jets. Now, Sala has one year right here where if he doesn't win, he's probably back to being an assistant somewhere, could go back to San Francisco. Um, But you're going to see D'Amico Ryans move on. Shanahan's used to losing coaches on both sides of the ball to head coaching positions, but if he brings in Vic Fangio, he doesn't have to worry about that happening because I don't think Vic Fangio is going to get another head coaching position in the NFL. The Eagles, Jonathan Gannon's been someone who was rumored to go to Houston. Looks like that's not going to happen. Maybe he goes to Denver. Who knows? Maybe he goes to Indianapolis. Not quite sure, but that role opens up. Fangio's already been working as, um, what, an analyst for the Eagles. So he's got options. And yes, 49ers job's not open currently. Eagles job's not open currently. But he has other options 
in the league outside of Carolina when he's trying to figure out where he wants to go. And I think Anderson is probably right that you would have to make Vic Fangio the highest paid defensive coordinator. And knowing David Tepper, he would definitely shell out that cash to help improve this defense with a defensive mind like Fangio. I honestly would love to see it. Just doesn't look like that's going to happen. So who are the other candidates? We already talked about a couple weeks ago, uh, Newark Jets safety coach, uh, Mark Juan Manuel, who was in Seattle with Scott Fitter. He interviewed for the job. Also, New Orleans Saints co-defensive coordinator, Chris Richard. We talked to um, Jeff Duncan last week a little bit about Chris Richard and what he could potentially bring here to Carolina as a defensive coordinator. Those are two guys, I guess, to keep your eye on because they have interviewed here and because they have a relationship with general manager and Fitterer. Also, Gus Bradley who's still under contract in Indianapolis. He was not a great head coach, but he's been a great D.C. wherever he's been, and he also was in Seattle with Fitterer. Maybe he comes here to Carolina to rejoin the staff under Frank Reich as he's currently under contract again in Indianapolis. The Colts situation, is it going to be Jeff Saturday? Is it going to be someone else? Who knows what's going on right there with that coaching search? So kind of got to let that play out a little bit before knowing whether Bradley's going to come here. But Frank Reich did say that he quickly wants to hire these coaches. So maybe it wouldn't be that big of a deal. It could be like a quick contract buyout, offset language. Who knows how it goes with defensive coordinator um, contracts and their salaries and all that. But he could probably bring Gus Bradley over here if that's what he wants to do. But there are options on the table. Fangio is an option, although according to person and other couple of sources out there, um, it seems unlikely. I saw Vast I Heard of Carolina Blitz also reported the same thing. Um, then there's guys like Marquand Manuel, uh, Chris Richard, who when he was in Dallas was really seen as one of the rising stars in the coaching world in the NFL in New Orleans. Has a good defense, so maybe that happens here in Carolina. Bradley, proven commodity as defensive coordinator. I'm not all that too concerned about who becomes a DC here in Carolina? Because I think whoever's here, they have plenty of guys to work with on this defense that can make a ton of plays. And the Panthers already have a young, solid defensive core who they did not want to trade away at the deadline last year and who they are willing to build around and who they want to continue to field as a top 10, top five, maybe top three defense here in the NFL. So whoever Frank Reich decides to hire as defensive coordinator, they are coming into an excellent situation on the defensive side of the ball. And I should not be concerned about that at all. Now, we'll get to the OC later, but there's some guys on this staff who Frank Reich absolutely should retain and who Frank Reich has already mentioned in an interview with Christian Balboni of Panthers.com. We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked on Panthers is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. By now, you should already know how Prize Picks work, but now you can pick two to six players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers the projections on any sport that you can watch. This includes the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, PGA Tour, Men's and women's college basketball, soccer, NASCAR, tennis, cricket, and so much more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PriceFix app or go to PriceFix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 of promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PriceFix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PriceFix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100 when you download the price. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The Carolina Panthers have several coaches who are still under contract here under the previous staff of Matt Rule and then Steve Wilkes. And there's questions of, What's going to happen to these guys? Are they going to stay around? Now, Al Holcomb seems very clear that he's no longer going to be a Carolina Panthers staffer. Uh, I would imagine he's going to follow Steve Wilkes, who, had Wilkes been the head coach here in Carolina, would have made Holcomb his D.C. Maybe Holcomb tries to uh, get in the market for other defensive coordinator jobs out there as he interviewed in Atlanta. Of course, that job did not go to him. And it did not go to Wilkes. So we'll see what the future holds for both of those two guys who, in a way, to me, kind of feel like a package deal. But if Holcomb gets an opportunity to be a defensive coordinator, then obviously he should take that opposed to uh, working underneath Steve Wilkes on his defense. And Frank Reich was talking to um, Kristen Balboni saying that he really wanted to get these coordinators in on the offensive and defensive side of the ball quickly so that they could be a part of the process of hiring the coaches that were going to work on their side of the ball, which makes a lot of sense because you don't want to just – have guys like, hey, you're going to be on my staff and then tell this guy like, all right, you're going to be my coordinator, but I've already hired someone to be your safeties coach who you may never have worked with and who may not align with you philosophically. And that's not really the situation that you want to happen. Although everyone's a professional, they're all adults, they can figure it out. But Frank Reich wants to kind of do it the right way, so to say, where it's hire the coordinator, let the coordinator be a part of hiring the right coaches. But of course, the head coach is going to be the one who has the final say on whether that coach is going to be a part of his staff or not. Now, there's a couple guys here in Carolina who I think Frank Reich should really take a long, hard look at and be like, yeah, that's a guy that we want here in Carolina. And speaking of coordinators, now we talked about the defensive coordinator already. We'll talk about OCs here momentarily. But what about special teams coordinator? Chris Tabor has been one of the best special teams coordinators in the NFL over the last four or five seasons. Had he, as he had top 10 units in Chicago, he turned around his unit here with Johnny Hecker as a punter. Now, the kicker was amazing. And Eddie Pinheiro, who came off the street, and there was questions about whether he could be as good as Zane Gonzalez was. And he had the rough afternoon in Atlanta. After that, didn't miss a kick the rest of the year. And we're wondering who's the kicker here in Carolina. Because the last two seasons, with injury, the Panthers have been able to find the right guy. Now, Gonzalez has not been able to stay healthy. Maybe Pinero's the next guy moving forward. I don't know. But Chris Tabor is a big piece in bringing Pinheiro here because he worked with Pinheiro back in Chicago with the Bears. And he's not worked with Frank Reich. I was looking at back through, both their backgrounds. They have never really crossed paths as far as being on the same coaching staff. But you have to imagine that Frank Reich understands how good of a coach Chris Tabor is. And he actually mentioned that when speaking to Kristen Balboni of Panthers.com, talking about, hey, we already got a pretty good defense, got pieces on offense, and special teams. Chris Tabor's done a really good job there. So hearing that, makes me think that Frank Reich is going to want to retain Chris Tabor to be a special teams coordinator. Now, you have to look at who's his coordinators over in Indianapolis as well. Already brought up how Gus Bradley is the D.C. over there in Indianapolis under contract. Might he come over here? We'll see. Uh, Bubba Ventrone right now is a special teams coordinator in Indianapolis, and he has been the special teams coordinator for all five years that Frank Reich was there in Indy with the Colts. Is he retained by the next staff there in Indianapolis? Is he able to get out of his contract and come over here to Carolina? We'll see. 
but seems like he already has a decent special teams coordinator that he's wanted to work with for a couple seasons. Like when he got a head coaching job, Bubba Ventrone's who he called, and well, Bubba Ventrone is here, or is still in Indian, potentially could be here in Carolina. Now, the other position I'm looking at where I would love for that coach to still be here is James Campen. And it's interesting in a way, like when we were talking about Matt Rule and whether he should stay here, and then we even talked about Steve Wilkes, whether he should stay here. When, when you fire a coach, you have to understand that the coaches that are a part of his staff might not return. And one of the guys I was saying that I would really be concerned about losing is James Campen, who was an excellent O-line coach in Green Bay for all those years, spent time in Houston, spent time in Cleveland, now coming here to Carolina and helping to rework this uh, offensive line. And it's not only Campen and his work, but it's also Scott Bitter and what they did via the draft by bringing in Iki Aquanu, who had an excellent year as a left tackle, and bringing in Brady Christensen um, the year prior uh, out of the third round out of BYU, and he was excellent at left guard, finally getting a chance to be a full-time starter, then signing Bradley Bozeman in free agency to a very team-friendly deal to play the center position, even though at first it was Pat Elfline, to be able to have the depth at center and be able to have the versatility you have with some of these players like Cam Irving could come in and be a part of that jumbo package. And even Cade Mays, you have to give a lot of credit to Scott Bitter, but also have to give a lot of credit to James Campen for being able to work with some of these young players and get them to play at the level that they need to play at. Austin Corbett's also another guy who came in here after the Super Bowl-winning Rams season and did a great job, unfortunately, towards ACL in that final game at New Orleans. Hopefully, he'll be back and ready to go um, at some point beginning of the season here in 2023. But Scott Fitter did a really good job in helping to rebuild that offensive line. But James Camp did a great job in coaching those guys and having someone with that much experience, having played the position in this league and having coached it at a high level in this league and seeing what he was able to do with that unit this past year, that's absolutely someone that you would want to have here in Carolina. Now, Chris Strausser is currently the offensive line coach in Indianapolis. 34 years he spent as an O-line coach from in college and in the NFL. He's been the O-line coach there in Indiana or Indianapolis. Um, it's in Indiana, but um, Indianapolis since 2019. So maybe he's someone that also is able to get added here. You have to think as Jeff Saturday gets the job in Indianapolis, him being a former offensive line coach, he would probably have someone in mind that he would want to have there. Maybe it's Strausser. I don't know. But you got to think that Jeff Saturday – Lucky Dan Campbell lost, so they're going to go out there, make sure they have the right guys, be their own line coach, and they might not be so keen to uh, hold on to the guys that they're inheriting. So there's a look at that. Chris Strausser, Bubba Vendrone, offensive line coach, special teams coordinator, respectively, up there in Indianapolis for Frank Reich. Might they come here? I don't know, but I feel really good about what Chris Tabor and James Campen did and would love to see Frank Reich keep those guys on staff. Outside of that, ah, I can't really think of anyone who I feel like, I mean, Wilkes is already gone, obviously. Holcomb's going to fall him out the door. You're going to have plenty of support staffers that are obviously going to leave as well, whether they head back to Nebraska or they go ahead and find another job in the NFL. Um, wide receivers coach, Joe Daly, like, ah, I didn't really see enough out of that position group this year. Um, quarterbacks coach and Sean Ryan, um, nah, I don't think so. So we'll see how that all works out here over the next week, as I'm sure probably by the end of the week, Frank Reich will have – a uh, new coordinator at least maybe he might not because there are some guys that are being who are still playing and may not be playing by the time um, you guys hear this podcast so we'll see what coaches might be available and who might be able to follow him over here to Carolina we'll talk about that of course throughout the rest of the week now we talked about defensive coordinator candidates earlier but also the OC candidates because Frank Reich had some issues with that offense this past year and that is certainly a position that all of our eyes are going to be on heading into 2023 We'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. 
But before we do that, let's talk about our new betting partner here on Locked On. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sportsbook in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to three thousand dollars back in bonus bets that's right three thousand dollars back in bonus bets if you if your first bet doesn't win FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to sport the point spreads to who will score a touchdown the FanDuel sports app is safe secure and super easy to use best of all you get paid your winnings instantly so join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57 that's FanDuel.com slash locked on make every moment more a FanDuel official sportsbook partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. There's rumors that Vic Fangio might be the new defensive coordinator here in Carolina. There's also a report saying that that's unlikely to happen. May it be Gus Bradley, who's currently the Defensive coordinator up there in Indianapolis. Could it be someone like Marquand Manuel or Chris Richard who have a relationship back with Scott Fitter dating back to their time in Seattle, which also Gus Bradley has as well. We'll see as Frank Reich puts together his Carolina Panther staff here. And he's talked about with uh, David Tepper, the owner here in Carolina, that they want to bring together the best staff in the NFL. And you have to imagine that David Tepper will be willing to take out the checkbook if that's what it takes to get a guy like a Fangio or whoever else is out there available so that this team can be ready to go and be competitive and potentially be the division favorites heading here to 2023 as it looks like Tom Brady um, either is going to retire again for real this time or head off to somewhere else and not be in Tampa Bay could still be back in Tampa um, but Scott not Scott but uh, Todd Bowles down there in Tampa has basically gotten rid of most of his staff on the offensive side of the ball so we'll see how that works next year as they probably bring in a new quarterback Arthur Smith entering year three down there in Atlanta. Defense has been a mess as a new defensive coordinator. Trying to figure out the quarterback situation. Is it actually going to be Desmond Ritter? Or are they going to bring in a veteran? Don't know. But looking at the Falcons, they don't really scare me. The Saints, what are they going to do at quarterback? And is Dennis Allen the right guy? Could Sean Payton come back and be their head coach in 2024? Something that we talked about last week with Jeff Duncan as the Panthers were in the market for Sean Payton, but then they kind of weren't in the market for Sean Payton because Mickey Loomis wants two first-round picks, which is insane. But also, you can get it. You can get it. And he obviously did not get it. So we'll see how things materialize over the next couple of weeks and months as you have free agency playing out, the draft. But right now, getting the right coaching staff in place so that you can coach these guys up to where the Panthers could be the favorite heading in 2023, that is what's the most important thing at this point in time as we enter into the month of February here in a couple of days. Now, let's look at OC candidates. This is obviously a very important spot. Frank Reich, I don't know if he's going to call the plays. I've seen reports that he might call the plays. I've seen reports that he's probably going to be more of a CEO here in Carolina. Um, but finding the right OC is clearly paramount to the success here in Carolina. It's not just 
find the right OC. It's also finding the right quarterbacks coach here in Carolina for what's likely going to be a rookie quarterback taken in the top 10, possibly top five, maybe number one overall. We'll see how it works out over the next couple of weeks and months before we get to the draft and what they decided to do. But finding the right OC is important. And we've seen that he's had some struggles there uh, this past season, firing his offensive coordinator, Marcus Bradley or Brady, early on in the season before Frank, of course, was also fired. We typically see that a coach is allowed um, to fire the coordinator to be able to buy them some time. Well, bought them about like a week, maybe two before Jim Irsay pulled the plug on Frank Reich and he came all the way here to Carolina and now he's going to hope to find the right guy to be his OC. Um, the guy who took over as a play caller was Parks Frazier back when um, Jeff Saturday became the interim head coach and we'll see maybe if he's someone that he might want to bring here. He had never been a play caller before. Um, coincidentally, in a way, um, Caroline can, who used to work in the same role that Kristen Balboni now has here for Carolina for the Carolina Panthers, Panthers.com. He is married to her. So she's actually now Caroline Frazier. So it would be a little nice homecoming if he does come here to Carolina. But I have a hard time seeing him as being a serious candidate as an OC. Maybe he's part of the staff. We'll see. It looks like the top offensive coordinator candidate out there is Brian Johnson, the quarterback coach there in Philadelphia, who's done a great job working with Jalen Hurts. He played college football at Utah, was an excellent quarterback there. Spent a lot of times. A lot of time after that in college football recently was hired by the Eagles and he is the hot young name as we're looking at who's next as far as being that guy who maybe next coaching cycle the year after that is going to be thought of a that's the guy that you want to be your head coach He's young he's smart quarterback go get them go get him that's going to be kind of the guy looks like that's good looking like Brian Johnson so Brian Johnson was someone who was rumored to potentially follow Steve Wilkes here as an OC uh, Joe Person brought this up in the athletic article that he was talking about coordinators saying that he's not quite sure whether that would still be something um, that Johnson's interested in, knowing that um, Wilkes is not here in Carolina. Also, should be mentioned in a way, Brian Johnson is a black coach, so maybe he wanted to go work for a black coach. So who knows how he feels about how things played out here in Carolina with Wilkes not getting an opportunity. I'm not saying that's how he feels, just thinking – Possibly that could be a factor in if he comes here or not. But either way, a lot of teams are going to be interested in him. Looks like Shane Steichen is not getting a job, so he's going to stay there in Philadelphia. Maybe Brian Johnson wants to stay in Philadelphia. But it looks like he's going to have an opportunity to be an OC somewhere here in the NFL. Uh, Mike LaFleur was also one of those top names after being fired from the Jets, or I guess mutually parting ways. Can't, can't really look at it as his fault, as the O-line had a ton of injuries, wasn't good at all. Wide receivers, some of them can even stay healthy. Garrett Wilson had a great season. But then Zach Wilson's your quarterback. So how much is that on him? He's now Sean McVay's OC out there in L.A., so he's off the board. Nathaniel Hackett somehow was out there, thought of as a top candidate. He's now with the Jets in New York. Good luck with that. I don't look at a ton of these guys as being really sexy candidates. Like Eric Bieniemy is someone who's available. He's interviewed here before, and the last time that David Tepper was trying to find a head coach, he eventually, of course, was, you know, hired Matt Rule, not Bieniemy. And Bieniemy. I think he might have got one interview this cycle after being the guy that was kind of the poster child of why the hell can't this black coach who works on the offensive side of the ball get a job? Like, what's going on here? Like, why hasn't Biennemi gotten an opportunity? I don't know what's there in his background and his past, but it feels like a lot of people look at him being like, well, yeah, you're a byproduct of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Like, are you really, like, the offensive wizard that we look at some of these other coaches as being? And it's funny because you've seen Doug Peterson – be there in any in um, Kansas City, and then go get a job in Philadelphia. Had success, won a Super Bowl. Now he's in Jacksonville working with Trevor Lawrence. Had success this past year in his first year. Got to the playoffs, won a game, and then played Kansas City tough in the divisional round. And you saw a guy like Matt Nagy, 
who was in the exact same situation that Bianami's in. He left, got a job in Chicago, went to the playoffs a couple times, eventually got fired. Now he's back there in Kansas City. And I think the thought is that if Bianami leaves, that he's probably going to be the OC. And who knows, maybe he's the heir apparent to Andy, to Andy Reid down there in KC. So if Bianami wants to get a head coaching job, it looks like he needs to leave, go somewhere, improve himself as a play caller, because he's not the play caller, it's Andy Reid. He's, of course, a part of the game plan. And that's kind of the same situation that we've seen play out down there with Sean McVay and some of the guys like Kevin O'Connell, who's gotten a job in Minneapolis with the, with the uh, Minnesota, really, with the Vikings. Um, he wasn't calling plays, but he was part of the game plan. So it's worked out for some of these other guys. It just has not worked out for Biennemi. Not sure why, but maybe Biennemi would want to come here to Carolina or with Frank Reich. Who knows? Um, Zach Robinson, currently the quarterback's coach. Out there in L.A. with the Rams, he's someone I've seen been rumored for a couple of openings here in the NFL. He played quarterback back in college at Oklahoma State. I think he might have had a cup of key. Was it a cup of tea here in the NFL? Um, but he's someone that I think you might want to look at, especially when you look at the Shanahan and McVay systems being those offenses that are really popular here in the NFL. So maybe he's someone that might get targeted. Uh, Scotty Montgomery. Former East Carolina coach, was OC back at Duke under David Cutcliffe. We know him locally there for all those two. Um, one of them is the wrong reason, and being at an ECU where he was terrible as a head coach. He interviewed uh, last year for the OC job here in Carolina. Of course, did not get it, but he's someone who's highly thought of by Frank Reich and some people in the NFL, so maybe he comes over here as the OC in Carolina. Uh, Clint Kubiak, who was in – I think he – I want to say he was in Minnesota before under Zimmer – that didn't really go anywhere. He's not really been the greatest coordinator. He's a young guy. Gary Kubiak's dad. Maybe he's someone that might be out there. But I look at the market. Brian Johnson, the top candidate, looks like that's kind of the universal thought here um, during his co the coaching carousel right now. Maybe BNME gets a job. I know the Eagles. Not the Eagles. Who's the, who was it? It's um, Washington, I want to say. Wanted to talk to him. They requested to speak to him. We'll see how that works out. There's also, I guess, um, Scott Turner, who was just fired from Washington. And I've seen that people don't think it's his fault that things went bad there when you have Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke as your quarterbacks. So we'll see if maybe if he wants to make kind of a return here to Carolina as well. The OC market doesn't look as appetizing as some of the options available there as defensive coordinators. But, of course, it's the most important as we need to find the right OC here in Carolina and also the right quarterback coach to work alongside Frank Reich and what should be a rookie quarterback, and maybe C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. So we'll continue to update you on that throughout the rest of the week here on Locked on Panthers until those hires are made. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked on Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, y'all, make sure to watch the show, subscribe to the show over on our Locked on Panthers YouTube channel. Also, check us out wherever you listen to the podcast. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a single edition of the show. And be sure to follow me. Julian Council on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Friday, I will answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions right here on the show, either at me or DM me to participate in this week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag on Lockdown Panthers. In the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole, as always. Keep pounding, and I will talk to you all on Tuesday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.